An Advent Podcast. Day 24. Scripture reading for today is Zechariah 9.9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation. He is the righteous Savior. The poetry reading for today is Mosaic of the Nativity. Serbia, Winter 1993 by Jane Kenyon. On the dome ceiling, God is thinking. I made them my joy. And everything else I created, I made to bless them. But see what they do. I know their hearts and arguments. We're descended from Cain. Evil is nothing new, so what does it matter now? If we shell the infirmary, and the well where the fearful and rash alike must come for water. God thinks Mary into being suspended at the apogee of the golden dome. She curls in a brown pod, and inside her the mind of Christ, cloaked in blood, lodges and begins to grow. Written almost twenty years after the return from Babylonian exile, the book of Zechariah serves as an encouragement and a reminder to God's people of his unwavering commitment to them. For while there were material signs of God's promises being fulfilled, such as the laying of the temple's foundation, powerful forces prevented further progress on the significant symbol of Jewish identity, both externally in the form of Jewish political sovereignty and internally, such as moral reformation in the people's hearts. There seemed to be little evidence of God's pledge to restore Judah as his treasured people. As I reflect on the context of Zechariah, I cannot help but think about our own. Living through a year ravaged by a worldwide pandemic, a tumultuous election season, and racial injustices impossible to ignore, where external and its consequent internal chaos may have felt often overwhelming. This year, perhaps more than ever before, has the potential to change our belief in a God who is always present and will never forsake us. Yet, by Zechariah chapter 9, we see a shift. The prophet has already spent the first eight chapters reminding his hearers that God will reorder the universe at the appointed time, starting with a promised Davidic king. It's no wonder then that Verse 9 articulates what seems to be the natural response to such joyous news. Rejoice, shout, behold. These three imperatives capture how responding to God's goodness and provision encompasses both inner and outer registers. We rejoice, whether through inward elation or outward manifestation, we shout by vocalizing our joy. And when we behold with physical eyes and spiritual vision, when when we do, we can declare with confidence, He is just and having salvation, he is the righteous Savior. This response also affirms the very human need to perceive with physical eyes some sign of God's working. That's the longing for, uh, uh, as the Israelites did during the time of Zechariah, some apprehensible evidence of God's presence. How then can we keep our hearts from becoming discouraged when physical signs are not readily available? How do we maintain enough faith and trust for a spiritual vision to supersede our earthly eyes and help us perceive God's traces in the invisible, hidden things? The artwork by Maja Engelhart and the poem by Jane Kenyon provide some thoughtful possibilities. Designed as the carpeted area before the altarpiece in Frederick's Church, Denmark, Engelhart fills the center of her woven fabric with bright crimson to represent how Christ's blood shed sacrificially for humanity's sin stands out as the most visible manifestation of the invisible God. Similarly, the last stanza of Kenyon's poem points to two parallel moments of creation that transcend the line between visible and invisible. 
God thinks Mary into being, and inside her the mind of Christ cloaked in blood lodges and begins to grow. These two images work together to create a beautiful chiasmic portrait. Mary's existence originates in the mind of God, at the same time her womb contains the mind of Christ cloaked in blood. This blood alluding to Christ's eventual sacrifice and the actual bloody material that surrounds her, uh, the womb, reveals present and future paradoxically coming together. The humanity of Jesus' incarnation embedded in a virgin's womb is the ultimate picture of the hiddenness of God. In total, Kenyon's poem alongside Engelhardt's carpet and altarpiece evocatively presents a glimpse into the inner world of God filled with compassion, longing to restore and make things right sometimes hidden from our perception yet about to erupt into human history O god in a season where you're when we are longing for explicit obvious signs of your presence and divine plan would you remind us that you can be found in unexpected hidden ways in a fragile baby born in a manger fill our hearts with joy and expectation so that we can rejoice shout and behold you anew amen today's uh, musical offering is O Jerusalem from the album Lament Songs. They have told us of a city where our tears are washed away and every shadowed valley is washed in endless day they have told us of a table where the poor are honored guests where all the weary wanderers come into bless and rest when we see the day of the city of god oh jerusalem Jerusalem Can we run away To the city of God Oh Jerusalem Jerusalem They have told us of a chorus Where our voices join as one songs of celebration that all our wars are done will we see the day of the city of god oh jerusalem jerusalem can we run city of God, oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Oh, oh, come Lord Jesus.
They have told us of a city where all death will be undone, and all our tearful mourning gives way to healing song.